Welcome back to the Modern Old School Training Podcast. I'm Aaron King with Coach Bob King. And today's topic, we are talking about a very challenging position for track and field. Uh, that is, if you are someone that's either coaching or you're an athlete that's running the 100 meter, 200 meter, and or 400 meter, really just and, if it's all combined, those are all very different animals. From one to two, it's not that different. From two to four, it's a little different. But from one to four, it's totally different animals. It's, it's the Pacific Ocean. It's just, it's an impossible gap. Right. So we're going to really – this topic is uh, one of the questions we got from uh, Kristen on, our, on the app. So, again, if you guys have questions or comments about your training, any sport for speed, agility, conditioning, anything, leave it below uh, or create a, create a free account at the most.fit and message with us there. Um, everything we talk about today is going to be linked below to uh, a workout that actually reflects all this. Uh, and we got Coach Bob King in his natural habitat with a whiteboard. We're just going to get into it. I don't know how you want to prioritize the what event. Where we want to start. That, but. I, that's going to be easy. If you're, if it doesn't matter on the combination. If you're a coach, athlete, either one, and the 100, 200, 400, they inter, interchange whether you think they do or not. Let me give you the example. If, as I did as a um, high school coach for 20 years in track and field, as a high school coach that you might be now or at any level, what's the last event? The four by four. You are looking for suspects. Right. You are, you're going to round them up. And so, if you're the 100 meter guy, you might be the last man or woman standing to run that uh, third leg of the four by four. So, the 400 meters is going to be in your world. Now, planning for that is hard, easy, and I, let me explain how we do it. I always start blank. I don't care if this is my 2000th workout, I'm going to have a blank piece of paper or a whiteboard so I can do uh, scribble, erase, scribble, erase. And what I also like to do, write it up, leave it on my desk overnight. I come back the next day, I look at it and I go, whoever wrote this didn't have a clue what they were doing or this was genius, I'll go accordingly. If it's genius, I think it is, I'll use it. If it's not good, start over. The number one thing that dominates all material information goes on anything, the app or the whiteboard, are training themes. We live and die by training themes and that will guide you and help this 100, 200, 400 dilemma kind of level out. So I'm going to put up an example of a day. Um, we will write them up in four week blocks so I can kind of systematize and, and everything's connected so I can't write a week and come back and say, what did I do last week? So I'll put up uh, on my uh, whiteboard or my paper four weeks and as soon as I can the next four to get eight weeks complete and not be uh, random with my training design. Alright, let's look at, um, let's say very simply, uh, this is, here's week one and with that we have to go with day one and if I say themes then it's going to look like this. I'm going to give the themes real quick on this side and then over here I'm going to write the workout. So we're going to go 0 to 10 on day 1. Okay. Now, very simple. For track and field, that's going to be starts. Uh, um, it's short explosive takeoffs. We have the program that's going to reflect that. Um, it's so important for the 100 and I think for the 200. If your start's a little you know, sloppy in the 400, you have room to recover not in the 100. So 0 to 10 has to be in there, but if you're if you're an okay 400 meter person, a good start may be the difference to help you catch up when you get on attack that curve. All right? So we go there. Day 2, 
we're going to come back. We have to condition. And so the conditioning, another crucial point, the conditioning has to reflect the 400. Uh, the 100, 200 meter people can, can definitely benefit from that. But if you're going to call in a 100 meter person to do that four by four final leg, then they need to have experience doing that. So the 400 gets preference on the conditioning day one, which we do the heavy early in the week and taper toward the end of the week. If this is off season, we're going to reflect the flow of an in-season week. It'll be more reps and heavier volume, but we're going to reflect an in-season approach. Okay, we get to day three, zero to 30. Now, be sure you understand that these are themes that designate what are we going to use as tools that day, what are kind of the distances we're going to use that day, but you're not limited to running 10 yards. You're not limited to running 30 yards. What you're going to do, and if you're out of the country, you can put meters on there if that helps you. We'll put meters. You're running zero to 30, meaning once you take off, we're now into sprint strides. Sprint strides are like weight room reps. You get stronger by doing reps and adding weight to the bar. You get faster by doing good quality strides and speed strides, sprint strides to get faster. So that's going to be reflected in the drills and distances we run. Day four, we've been hitting it pretty good. What we're going to come back with here, I'm just going to use the initials, active recovery. So that's basically, I like to just go out and we're going to do a one mile jog. Okay, just, you know, no time, just finish. But that's also a good day to come back and work starts. Starts fit, I think, Starts work up here and starts work down here because it's uh, and handoffs to put them together because they're short burst and you can call it off anytime you want. You're not going to start till the till it gets dark. You're going to get the starts, get a half a dozen, up to ten starts, and call it a day. So this is a good teaching opportunity, a teaching day, and then on day five to reflect that the end season where it might be. If you're in off season, you're done for the weekend, right? But if you're in season, you're tapering, but you also have the meat coming up. And just keep this in mind. And when you count stressors of training, the track meet is 100% effort. So it's a full-blown uh, workout uh, exertion. Even if you don't make finals, you only run a couple events, it's full effort. So you need to account for that. So this comes back to being a conditioning and not quite as heavy, kind of a quality thing. Track and field coaches are, are big on quality versus quantity. So what we want to end up doing is um, uh, heavy duty here and then more a quality kind of thing. And we have what we call speed ladders, which I'll put up here right now. So if I, if I take and say, now what does all this look like in practice? So here's a close up of day one. Every day, I'm going to use our initials because if you use our training app, you go in and find the templates and you just hit that template and boom, it's your, your stuff is there. And uh, we have initials, Daiwu, our dynamic warm-up. So if you hit the template in the app, it's going to, it's going to populate with all the moves to the dynamic warm-up. You're not looking for all these separate, what do I want to do here, what do I want to do there? You've got it. On zero to 10 days, I'll write it out. It's also in the app. Uh, we have a, what we call a speed lead up. You'll see speed loose, speed lead up. Those are drills that reflect running mechanics, but they're also a little faster than the warm up. So we have a, an acceleration. So the dynamic warm up, contained, slower movements, speed, speed lead up. We're now starting to run out a little bit more, more limb movement and swing. And then we'll go in and use some of our um, 
uh, tools, like in this case, uh, I like to use our 10 hurdle basic program. And that's just to fire the feet. You want impulse, you want tap, 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 tap. So this is just an extended warm up. And so what we end up doing is doing the hurdle workout combined with some speed breaks. And so we're starting to just ramp up our training. At the end, when you, we say conditioning or, or whatever you want to call it, but we're going to do a speed ladder to kind of finish off the workout to reflect all of this. And so with uh, track and field, I think every event, well, let me back up. Track and field across the board is about speed, okay? Everybody figures that in 100 meters. You can't take off and go very far in a long jump if you don't have speed. If you do not have speed in the ring, you cannot throw the implement, the shot, discus, hammer, whatever it is you do, if you don't have speed in the ring, it's not going anywhere. So our speed ladders reflect what we're doing that day. And for me, our speed ladder, we have two of them. We have a short speed ladder and a long. And the way I label those, the short speed ladders are 100 meters and down. And the long ones, as you might guess, obviously go up over uh, 100 meters. So on a zero to 10 day, uh, it might be a good day just to do the repeats of the speed ladder 40, 60, 80. You get to take off, but you get to accelerate and keep this in mind. If you run fast, you have a conditioning element. If you recover and run fast again, you have a speed element. So the speed ladders are designed to accomplish what we're trying to achieve on the theme. So at zero to 30, I mean zero to 10, we can run 40, 60, 80, walk back, recover, and go back and go fast again. Nice little package. When we get out to zero to 30 and the conditioning, the speed ladders get longer because on conditioning, we just got to push it because everybody, I, I grew up or learned my coaching from the uh, aspect that you, you have a way to break down the 100, 400 meters into different uh, uh, distances. And so the common theme was, and the last 100 meters is guts. <laughs> so uh, we have to do that with these types of conditioning. On that, on that speed ladder, it looks like you got a short, that, that you wrote it next to the long, but what, oh, yeah. So, what's an example of a long? So, that would actually 40, 60, 80 would actually be a short speed ladder. Yeah, I, I just was giving you an example. So, if I wanted to come out on a long one like here, uh, my one of my favorites is 80, 100, 120. Okay, and we're still we're not in the we're not in a pure conditioning mode because that will go here. We will run like if you're at a 400 meter person. We may run a, a, you know, speed ladders go both ways, a step downs and build up. And so my personal favorites are the step downs. And the reason I tag the, the, the step downs as my favorite on the speed ladder is because we're, we're still operating on a speed theme. And so we're shortening the distance. So if we're doing a 400 meter uh, step down, it might be 600, 500, 400, 500, 400, 300, and so forth. Those are significant distances when you're running fast. Uh, anything over 30, 35 seconds changes the chemistry. So we're doing this and um, in the app, you may have a template, you do have a template with a speed ladder of about four or five short versions. And depending on what you want to accomplish that day, we even have a short 10, 15, 20, 25. And because it's track and field, the template will tell you do three. Right. Well, you may decide that, you know, my athletes, I've got, I've got some quality athletes, so I'm going to just change the reps. I'm going to do five of those. And you have a pretty nice little package. All this stuff, all these drills reflect this idea, this theme of zero to ten.
And that's the beauty of the templates and the way the app. Now, go back to the very beginning where I say I start with a whiteboard and a blank sheet of paper. And what I end up doing is writing it and thinking about it and looking at my options and stuff. The cool thing about the, the app is after I'd spend time thinking and planning and plotting, this takes me about 90 seconds to enter into the app, review it, edit, post. So if I want my athletes and coaches to have it, off it goes. All right. So this is week one. Uh, we're talking, this is kind of an example of like day one for, for the whole, the whole program. Um, where would you fit in uh, handoffs uh, into this? Well, and that's why themes are so beautiful because if a coach says, where do I add handoffs? It's going to be right here. Okay. Or it could be at the active recovery because, you know, you're, you, we all come into the handoffs in the shorter distance. The guy or girl is not coming off 100 meters. They're, they're coming in from maybe 15, 20 meters. So it's a short run. So those two would go right here because uh, you're not doing – we all know that if you do a lot of handoffs and you get any, any hint of fatigue, your timing's off and you're wasting your time. So what we want to do is put the short stuff where – it looks like it goes. It could even go here, but when you ask me that, first thing I'm going to say is zero to ten in active recovery because uh, we're taking our time with it. All right. So from here, from just purely training, writing the program, you got your weeks, your themes, your days. Where? What is kind of the the ebb and flow of the intensity? I don't want to. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's just traditional periodization, but like, where do you look from there? It is. It is um, periodization, but um, I think in track and field. I'm going to look at this uh, volume, and that goes into the idea that coaches talk about quality and quantity, and volume is quantity. And I lean towards quality because uh, I learned just in my coaching growing up, uh, one of the Olympic coaches uh, back in the day gave a lecture and talked about an athlete who had been sick but had trained and was, was a fast kid. And so uh, just didn't train the week of the Olympic trials, was uh, coming in for 1,600-meter uh, trials. And next thing you know, uh, between being sick and, and in bed, uh, just dove across the finish at the trials to finish in third to make the spot on the Olympic team, to which he said to the audience, do we want to be fit or fast? Because she wasn't very fit, but she was really fast. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So is there anything before we wrap it up? I mean, we, that was a, a lot of great content. So before we wrap it up, is there anything that you want to hit on that maybe we didn't get just here? Uh, talking again, you know, I, I touched on the handoffs. Any good 100-meter runner is going to probably be running the 4 by one as well. So that's why we work on handoffs, yes. uh, etc. But if you're, an if you're an athlete, a high school athlete or a high school coach, we all know that those athletes are interchangeable. Speed first. You can get them in shape, right. and uh, I just think that speed is the is the first thing because if they can run all day but can't catch anybody or outrun anybody, it, it doesn't matter. So uh, the conditioning is built in because when we do stuff, it's, it's unwritten, but it's all high speed. We don't have any paced activities, and so. The high-speed stuff will condition you, but you want to be fast first. That's why they put a clock on it. All right. So, again, this workout uh, that we started to write right in front of you will be available. Uh, the links will be below, and I'll include some of the other ones, like the 1x10 uh, hurdles and things like that, some of the different training programs. We'll see what we have. Uh, I mean, I'm going to – 
we're going to continue to write them. So as they're available, I'll just keep pasting them below. So check the links uh, below. And I mean, we got just about every single event you can think of. Really. Yeah, they're all in there. Um, the throwers, the we have throwers hurdles, long and short hurdles. Uh, we're only going out to 3,200 meters right now. I'm not into 3K, 4, and 10K just yet because we do that. I have trained, uh, I've written workouts and trained successfully uh, different marathoners. Uh, the last one I trained, uh, um, was doing a qualifying for Boston and, and qualified, which was huge for her. Great for me because uh, we've done that more than once. All right. Awesome. Well, I am Aaron King's coach, Bob King. You can find coach Bob King on Instagram and Twitter at coach Bob King, simply put. Uh, and I am Aaron King at deep snap Instagram, Twitter. If you have any questions, comments, again, leave them below, get on the app, create a free account, the most dot fit. Uh, we'll have the links below. It's all free to sign up. We send up the newsletter every week with the workouts uh, if you have questions, though, let us know. We might just answer it here on the show at Modern Old School Training. Until next time, I'm Aaron King's Coach Bob King. We'll see you later.